0: that music can only mean one thing you have joined two canters who have walked into a bar um pandemic style so we haven't actually walked into a bar for a little while penny you look like you're having some problem over there maybe before we get started penny would you like to explain what's going on over there
1: yes um
0: penny <laughs> now i we we have a special guest star on today's podcast which we'll get to in a minute but this is an unscheduled guest star so would you, would you like to introduce your guest yes
1: this is tchotchke
0: not not tchotchke like from happy days or something
1: no tchotchke like the little brick, you know knickknack okay. tchotchke is my parents dog hmm. the spawn of satan i'm kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> and join, join us for our next episode on anyway okay so i am canter matt axrod from Scotch Plains, new jersey and i'm here with the dog sitting oh who are you, that's I, you. That, for, that's, that's I was your waiting
1: kid. for a different i was waiting for a different adjective
0: oh i'm um, here with the wait wait i am here with the convivial i
1: know okay i am canter penny myers from the ever gray Buffalo, New York, Buffalo go New York. Buffalo Bills.
0: Um, right. we are talking today, all things cantorial training, because I know that everyone watching this is just obsessed with how did we get to become cantors? Like, do you do you send away for a certificate? Can you you go on the internet and fill out a form and then you know you get and then you know you're a certified cantor? Is it Hey, Matt, Matt, I got to ask you, do you yeah. run into childhood friends who say to you,
1: oh, my God, I cannot believe, like, I would never in a million years thought you'd be clergy. I'd never think you'd ever be a cantor. No,
0: no. Actually, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the clergy thing, um, which has different connotations, but the cantor thing. Yeah. And once, and once people, you know, childhood friends are usually not Jewish because I grew up in a not Jewish area. So once you kind of explain what a cantor is, um, yeah. they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. I mean, I, I think that's not a stretch the way I grew up and, and you know, my interests and, and talents at that age and when people knew me, I think it's a very natural thing that I became a cantor. If you, if you kind of lead it off and say, you know, I'm clergy, then non-Jewish people have a whole different association with that and they're picturing something different. I mean, yes, of course we're clergy, but I think they're picturing something a little different.
1: You think? Um, I don't know. I just literally came from a photo shoot to have new professional headshots. Okay. The woman who is my photographer is someone I graduated high school with, not Jewish. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she would say, because apparently I was a very gregarious and hyper and obnoxious class clown, she said to me, I, it, still, it still rattles her. And I don't know what that means. If that's good or bad. Why does she, that
0: rattle? Rattle. I mean
1: that I'm clergy. You know, of all people, you know who is. You know, I'm not quiet. I'm not demure. Um, you know, that is I,
0: true. You are neither of those 6
1: I'm not. That's right. And um, so, and I was a class clown um, and loudest and hyper um, in high school. That the idea of going into the cantorate or become, you know, being a cantor is being clergy. And, and that is always the shock to people. They still can't believe it because they remember me when I was getting kicked out of Hebrew
0: school. Um, Yeah. I, I got called home a lot as as well. Um, And it's funny because, you know, the magic of Facebook and so forth, I'm in touch often with, a lot of, not only the students back when I was, you know, elementary school age, gang character, but with my former teachers. Oh my god! Um, who are, you know, and and they're like, you know, and n- now they're playing it cool, like, oh yeah, we always knew that you, da da da, yeah. and you know, but I don't think they knew back then.
1: What about your childhood um, rabbis recantors? <clears throat>
0: um, let, well, um, some are not around anymore, unfortunately, um, but. The people that some of the they're, they're elderly now. Some of the people that I remember were active in my synagogue growing up. Um, they're not surprised at all because I was very active in the synagogue. So I think it's very very natural, you know, natural progression for them to see this. And it's nice to still be in touch. It, it's the you good know, side. Of, it's the good side of Facebook. Um, it, you know, it, it is. My
1: childhood cantor was a member of my synagogue. So can you imagine, first that's of all, kind
0: of, that's yes. kind of pressure laden.
1: Well, and the first female ordained cantor, Cantor mm-hmm. Barbara Ostfeld. Right.
0: And we will have her as a guest at some future point. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll unpack this whole Can thing. you
1: imagine that kind of pressure? And they used to be married together.
0: Well, and is there any other way to be married?
1: no. <laughs> Still married. Much Together.
0: <laughs> and, um, oh, we, we have uh we have uh, our special guest coming on so wow. <laughs> and we would like to welcome formally cantor nancy abramson who is our special guest star this morning welcome nancy i want to introduce Thank you, you to everyone out there in podcast land welcome to two cantors that have walked into a bar at least um figuratively, but we'll be back. Uh, Penny, Penny, you, you have a, <laughs> your dog is.
2: <laughs> I, I, I brought coffee, does that count? Yes.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's really all we can manage because we're, we're um, <laughs> recording at a different hour than our usual. And and even I couldn't have an old fashioned at this hour. No. Penny, your your results may vary, but anyway. Um, but I'd like to introduce Kentra Nancy Abramson, who is the current director of the H. L. Miller Cantorial School at JTS, the Jewish Theological Seminary. Um, Nancy is also um, the uh, former Kazan Shaini, the second cantor of Park Avenue Synagogue, very, very prestigious synagogue in New York City. And um, is also has the honor, the Kavod, of being the first female president of the, having been the first female president of the Cantor's assembly. That's all the time we have for this morning. Thank you for joining Great. us and
2: Great. So at the risk <laughs> of you finding a way to, um, make this funny. Uh, I'm going to correct you right away. Um, Please. I, am, I was not the Hazan Shaini, I was just the Hazan. Okay, perfect. The I, title of I
0: wanted to ask about that. Yeah. Because um, I was actually going to stop myself when I was introducing you, if the proper term was Hazan Shaini, or if it was just Hazan. Good so
1: cover Matt. It, it Good was, cover It was Matt. the
0: latter. Well, what yeah. I wanted to do was I wanted to find a way actually to explain this for those who may not be familiar with the terminology, of course, people at this point um, who are listening know that the term chazan means cantor, but in English, then, did you have a specific title at Park Avenue? It wasn't assistant cantor, it was just cantor, right? Right. Or, so when
2: I took the job, they, they got rid of the assistant cantor model altogether, and we were co-cantors. Um, they have now gone back to having an assistant cantor, okay. but that's a whole history that probably should be on another podcast.
0: Got it. All right. Thank you for the clarification. And we have been wanting to have you on our podcast for a while. Um, a long while. You, a long while. Thank you for carving time out of a very busy day and joining us this morning. We are talking all things cantorial training and education and what the profession is like and how it's changed. Um, so, Nancy, why don't you just start and I don't know, give us the Reader's Digest version of. What your average day, week, whatever is like as being the director of the HL Miller Cantorial School? I would just
1: like—I would like to mansplain on Matt for one second, please. Can I mansplain? I'm going to anyway. (laughs) Even if you don't give me permission, we basically yes, we basically want you to tell Matt (laughs) what it is that you do.
0: every What's day. That voodoo that you do.
2: Yeah. The voodoo that you do on the doo doo. No. No, right. that I do so well is the next line Correct. of the song. That's, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So, first of all, I want to thank both of you. Um, I have listened to every episode of this podcast. Oh, I don't know how many <laughs> of us there are. <laughs> um, usually while I'm, you know, getting in my steps for the day. Um, and <laughs> I, I love what you do, I love that this is happening, that you thought of this cool idea and that it's showing cantors as lots of different kinds of things, not just you know people with hats or robes or whatever. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I sat here, I've already had one student meeting this morning and I said to this student that I am so lucky that I get to be in a job where I can take what I did for over 30 years in my other job as a pulpit cantor and make it better. Yeah. I, how many of us get, get a, get a do over, you know? <laughs> so you think it's a do over? How, it's, how it's a, it's a, it's a, how do I, so I did this for 30 years, right? I did what you guys are doing training the B'nai Mitzvah and consoling the bereaved and burying the dead and marrying the marrieds and et cetera. <laughs> um, and I, I now get to figure out how that should happen for the next 30 years with the people that I'm training and sending out. I, I'm just so fortunate to have this job. So um,
0: I wanna get into that right there, the way you did it for 30 years, how you have such a context and such a body of experience. Now you're training the next generation. How are you training them differently than how you were doing it in your career? Yeah.
2: Okay, so that's a very different question than the one you asked me that I didn't answer yet.
0: I'm sorry, so. <laughs> answer them in whatever order. I'm just, I'm just throwing, I'm, if, I don't, okay. if I don't remember to ask, I'm gonna forget the questions. All right.
2: um, I, let me go back first. And um, I, just to tell you what I've already done today and that will partially answer um, the question about how is it different now? So my day at JTS started at 7.30 this morning. Um, on Wednesdays, we have a Cantorial School minion where it's just us. And a minion, we daven together, right? We, we do the whole morning service. Today is Rosh Chodesh. It's the first day of the, well, it's the last day of the old month, but it's uh, the new month for, for Cheshvan. <laughs> so um, yesterday I met with the student who was leading the davening, and we spent half an hour going over just, okay, you're on this page, now you go to this page and then you do this because it's more complicated. Um, it's a more complicated service on Rosh Chodesh than it would be on a normal weekday. Um, so we had students, we had a student leading, we had another student doing the Torah reading, another student serving as Gabbai where he called the people up to the Torah. Um, uh, students having Aliot, right? Coming to the Torah and saying the blessings. Um, a student every week in Minyan gives a Devar Torah because Cantors have to learn how to preach too. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of this happened when I was in Cantorial school. Hmm. Um, and it's in a place, a safe space where it's all of our students, so no one's embarrassed. Um, there are times where I correct people's nusach and say um, that should be in weekday minor, not in avaraba, or no, that should have been a kaddish shalem and not a Hadzi Kaddish, right? Yeah. Or just and and it's okay because we're all we're, we get each other.
1: Do right? you do you, do you correct them like in the midst of their davening? Do you just say?
0: Stop!
2: i do it from a place of love I but also, they know me right we, yeah um so today one one student got up and to do uh, the torah blessings and he he didn't start et Adonai he started with baruch and i said wait a minute stop take a deep breath now go back and and start you know and, i've done that with and, congregants yeah of course well, yeah, a yeah. Congregant, you would not say that to in public, right? In, well, in the context of our service, I could say it in yeah. public. Well, you yeah. <laughs>
1: know. Yeah.
2: No, you, no you're, you're right. Point, you're right. You right. point at that at that card right. that's sitting. Right. At right. Me, right? And you <laughs> hope that they get it. Right. Um, so so that's something new already. They learn how to craft a service. Sometimes a student will say, I wanna I wanna do this as though it was a family morning service. Hmm. Lovely. Um, or right. I want to really focus on the opening prayers and do a lot of singing, or I'm learning guitar and I want to try some of these things with guitar.
0: So You um, give them the freedom and the space to just try something new with, and if it, if it doesn't work, then they tried it, but there's no risk.
2: Correct. And afterwards we have a breakfast together um, and, then, and, and an opportunity to, to critique. So the person who led the davening talks about how it felt, what they mm. thought they were going to accomplish, what they thought they really did accomplish. And then everyone else gives comments. So um, it's a
1: nice reflective exercise that you're doing with students, probably pedagogically in a way that you maybe didn't have, dare I say, you know, when you were at JTS, this pedagogical reflection and also that pedagogical guidance of crafting the matbea, crafting the work, the service as it is. How nice to have that flexibility and freedom.
2: Thank you. I, I think it is nice, but I think it's also imperative. We are sending them out to all kinds of different congregations. People don't have the knowledge, congregants don't have the knowledge that our congregants did 20 years ago. Right. Um, 10 years ago. They need to know how to pivot and how to change something if it's not working and how to reach the people who are actually in their shoals.
0: I, yeah. I think even in addition to saying, you know sort of the implicit the, the implicit assumption that congregations are not as jewishly educated as they maybe once were i think it's it's yeah. just more accurate to say that the congregations themselves are different i mean they they want different things they expect different things they they may be they may be jewishly educated but that doesn't mean they want to sit through a three-hour davening they, their needs are much different now than they were back then. And, and I think today's cantor, the way you're training today's cantor is they have to reflect that they have to go out and, you know, it's not, it's not the congregations of 30 years ago that that won't work anymore.
2: Correct. Correct. And today's student, um, has spent a number of summers at camp Ramah and he, he had the, um, I mean, at one point he was facing away from us, right. Cause if, like facing the ark, although we didn't have an arc, but um, when he wanted us to sing, he went like this, you know, like he he knew because he's done it at camp. So here's another thing that's different than when we were trained. Um, all of the students must do a summer at a camp for mom. Nice. Um, both because I want them to learn what our camping movement is like, because that way they can get their congregants kids to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's a wonderful way to learn informal education. Yes. Yes. Um, and how to, you know, how to, teach your campers not to be afraid of spiders, um, but- um, Is they, it like a
1: canter in residence? Is yeah. that what it is? They go for a week or they go for the summer?
2: They go for the whole summer. And I am proud to say that the Cantor's assembly um, provides a stipend for every JTS student who, who spends time in
0: Vermont. Go CA. Yes. So, it, you know, it's it, it, interesting back in in my, you know, so we're, we're, it's like, you know, the 30 plus year timeline back when I was in Cantorial school, a um, little more than that. And, you know, we had to go to Israel and, and take a year in Israel and then we had to, had to do our years at JTS and that was it. Those are our only requirements. Cool. It, wow. In addition to the summer at Camp Ramah, um, what other outside requirements do you have for, for the cantorial students?
2: Um, they would say that there are a lot. Um, they have to give us two full summers, right? One at camp, um, well that's eight, eight weeks, I said nine weeks, mm-hmm. um, and then a summer of CPE which is clinical pastoral education um, when I came to JTS, the rabbinical students had to do this, but the cantorial students did not. And I, I sort of said, well, why not? We do hospital visits. We do um, uh, counseling. We, we do all these things too. Um, yeah. And I, I think more and more as, as there's more need, um, and especially as people age, we're doing a lot more um, hospice, hospital, shiva kinds of things. Um, so they all do a 12-week summer program um, of clinical pastoral education where they um, meet in a group of clergy students, not necessarily all Jewish. Um, and uh, they do that two days a week. And then three days a week, they go to a site uh, where they have a supervisor and tasks that they do. Um, and it's been really challenging this last year and a half where they, they've they done tele-therapy essentially, um, televisits. Um, this summer, they had more of an option, but certainly last summer. Um, and I've had students say to me that CPE has been the most meaningful part of their
0: cantorial education. Um, I
1: don't need it. I, I mean, I, I, I believe it. I believe I, I, it.
0: I, I, I do too. And it's, um, but it, it also yeah. sort of, I, I guess even for people who are not as familiar with our profession, then they're, I think a natural question is, all right, well, then what's the difference between a cantor and a rabbi? Isn't there a blurring of the line in the profession and the training? Um, you know, certainly there's an overlap, but like, isn't, it sounds like it's almost this, the same product that's coming out.
2: Well, so I think that that there is a, a division and I, I think what it is, um, is that rabbis are clergy who have a specialty in Talmud and text. Cantors are clergy who have a specialty in nusach, davening, and liturgy.
1: Yeah,
2: um, but but I think you're right, Matt. The other things, um, giving divrei Torah, right? Speaking about various things, um, counseling, um, ministering. Um, I teaching. love
1: that word. I wish we would. I wish that we as a religion
0: would get over could, could get over
1: term. the whole you know oh that's such a non-jewish term <laughs> i think it's actually the best term that describes how we as Chazanim, how we function and even explaining it to a non-jewish person that our respective ministries for lack of a better word is different than our rabbinic partners doesn't mean that it's better it's just different and, and, and I think there's no other way in the lexicon that we have, right? I used a big word.
2: <laughs> Yay! I, I know Matt keeps track of your big words. He I does, do. he really
0: does.
2: Uh,
1: hold on. <laughs> you write that one down. What's
0: the date um, today? All right, good,
1: okay. <laughs> lexicon, um, use it in a sentence? No, but I think that there is no other word in our English lexicon that actually describes that specificity of of what we do. Are you right now down to Matt? Whatever. Well
2: yes, we we are we are ministers to people of the Jewish faith. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
2: I, just a quick a funny story. So um yes, please. even though I'm not a pulpit cantor anymore, I still do some weddings and funerals and governing and high holidays and stuff.
0: Um, so you, I did. Fact, a, you, you davened with me for one year of the high holidays at my synagogue. It was I like I did. It
2: was a it lot was, of fun. Oh my God! So you, you, much. So you great fun. people. you great. People. Awesome. All right, sorry. Um, so I did a wedding in Georgia, and um, you know when you go to another place where you're not registered, you have to call the county clerk's office and find out what their requirements are for someone to perform a wedding in their locale, so that the people are actually married when you're finished. Um, <laughs> And so I got, I got this lovely woman, whose name was Mrs. White. And I explained that I was a cantor and she said, honey, what's cantor? And I said, you know, it's a, it's, um, it's kind of like a rabbi. I'm a Jewish spiritual leader um, and I have certification and I'm registered in New York level. Blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, then that's fine. You don't have to do anything else. You know, so um, I do the wedding and three weeks after the wedding, the bride gets a letter saying that there's a problem with their marriage license
1: the civil license
2: yes so yes. i call mrs white back and she said oh honey we don't have a box for a cantor and i said well like why didn't you tell me this in the first place so she said is there some other title i can use and so i just said to her well how about reverend yes because yes. in the old days cantors were called reverends. that's said, right oh yeah. honey that's perfect she said i'm gonna send you a new form just fill it out the yes. Very Reverend Cantor
0: right. the, the, Nancy the right, the right Reverend Nancy Abramson. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. That that's I I think we've all had a version of that story in our past. You know, yes. as we try to explain, um, and and you know I it, it's easy to fall right back on the it's kind of like a rabbi but specializing in music and and that he,
1: especially because in non many non Jewish denominations uh, faith like cantor with a small C is a, a is a congregant or is a parishioner who has a, just a nice voice and sings the hymns on Sundays or whenever they worship.
0: Right, and it's so, a lay leadership position.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so explaining the professionalism or the professional vocation of the cantor. I think Heschel wrote a book on the vocation of the cantor. He
2: wrote
1: um, an
0: article, yes. I, 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 I My it's next book pamphlet. is going to be the vacation of the cantor. <laughs> uh, Hey well, Matt, Matt, I've
2: seen some of you... your vacation pictures on Facebook. You take okay.
0: vacations. <laughs> as has everyone else. <laughs> um,
2: um, but wait, so I, I want to get back to what do we do differently now? Um, the student that I was counseling earlier, um, right before this podcast, um, uh, I wanted to know about his internship. And when I came here, there were some students who went through all of cantorial school and never actually worked as a... As a student canter. And then all of a sudden they were supposed to go out into the world and be able to do all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we do is very performative. It's not just academic, right? You can't just study it and say, okay, now I know how to do this. It's like going to medical school and never getting your hands in in a body, right? (laughs) I mean, you, you can't just watch it and say, oh, now I know how to do it. I'm going to actually tell my husband, surgery,
1: you know, um, I, I'm actually going to tell Bennett that you right. said that. That's, no, but the thing is, is like, see, learn one, see one, no, wait, see one,
0: no, one, learn one, 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 one. one, do one. Uh, I, okay. Each
2: one. I don't right. know. But you know,
0: you're right. like, you're no evil, Speak no right. evil. But Nancy, <laughs> that, what you just said, I mean, obviously I agree hundred percent, but that's how, that's how I, I think that's how my generation was trained. I mean, we just learned it. And then we got jobs and we had a teacher, you know, I mean, I, I had a student pulpit. I, i I never left. That was my student pulpit 30, right. you know, two years ago. Um, I just went out and I, I, you know, I learned, had learned nosach, and I knew how to, to lead services and so forth. And I went and I taught myself on the job, how to be a cantor, basically. Um, back then I got no training, not one, ounce of training in teaching bar and bat mitzvah, which is what I spend you know seventy to eighty percent of my time yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, I I took one semester and with little children's songs. Um, I spent two years on Yiddish art songs, um, and I memorized tons and tons of esoteric nusach and prayers, which you know are great and really interesting and intellectually challenging. That I never sang out of that classroom ever again in my life. Um, so as an academic exercise it was interesting but you know that was my experience and that's no surprise you know what jts used to be like way way back when um, you know but
1: then, matt but then you will yeah. and i'm not advocating i'm not advocating if i had the ability to attend jts and move my family mm-hmm. to new york and and do the compulsory year in israel I would have and I know that the Canners Assembly offers a program where you already have to be, you know, in a pulpit full-time or whatever it says. And I look back on those years of, all, you know, one day off a week and driving up to another country, Toronto, Canada to study with my mentor um and you know it, it was almost all independent study without any Hevra or Hevruta because didn't know who was in the program or where anyone else was in the program. And there's something to be said about going to JTS. And and I feel that sense of-,
0: of 100%, 100%. Of
1: loss in a sense, because also you have that, you have a cohort.
0: And, and I'm still, you know, I mean, we're still all friends. I mean, we're, you know, all the people yeah. that were in those years and, and we're yeah. colleagues and friends. Um, Nancy, what's what would you say? I mean, you know, speaking of blurring of the lines, sometimes you you go out there in, you know, in congregational life, and it's hard to tell whether you're in a conservative or reform congregation now. Um, if, you know, unless, you know, they they identify, they affiliate, but there's definitely a blurring of the lines. And, and what I would like to know is what now sets apart conservative cantorial training from reform cantorial training?
2: It's a good question. So I take very seriously um, that I inherited here the best teaching of Nusach anywhere in the world. I will stand by that. Um, That it's not only the best, but it is the most intense and in-depth of any cantorial school, of any program. Um, And I mean, I had the privilege of studying here with Max Wahlberg and Charles Davidson who wrote the books, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that that the students now use. Um, and we were the experiments that, that they used to get to be able to write the books. Um, so I, and I think that we, it, it's ironic. It's not the Orthodox movement, but the conservative movement that is the keeper of the Nusach. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that's a great privilege. And as I said, I take it really seriously. But having said that, I also understand that um, aside from the high holidays where everyone wants to hear a knock them dead, una tona um, You know, they're not so interested- We don't want them to die right then and there. But you know, it, me well, if, you just
0: wait two, if you wait two paragraphs, we cover that. So it's- no, <laughs>
2: <do>. <laughs> but, <laughs> not but if you, but they're not so interested in a five minute Tikanta Shabbat, right, um, If they even do a repetition of the Amidah, um, so we have added courses um, in uh, in how to go in and out of nusach with with tunes. Um, all of the students must go to the um, the North American Jewish Choral Festival at least once, and we pay for that for them. I have a donor. Awesome. Um, they go to song leader boot camp, and we pay for that. We stipend is, that.
0: That's a re- that's also a, re- a requirement.
2: Um, it, it's not or a requirement, a but I, and I can tell you that I've had some students from t- more traditional congregations who said, "I don't need that song leading stuff." And then they go and they come back and they're like, "Oh, but this is amazing!" I have faculty members who've gone to song leader boot camp, yeah. um, and come back and and because they realize too that. Cantorial dinosaurs are just that, they're dinosaurs and they will be extinct. Um, and I say this with love because I love all my colleagues who are cantorial dinosaurs and there are still some of them around, um, but they're not gonna get the jobs five years from now.
1: No, you have to really have, you're, you're absolutely right, having that pivot and that balance between moving in and out of Nissah and a, mel- a congregational melody that would be i would i would call contemporary melody and there that is that is um, that is a real nuanced skill and lot, i had to learn it the hard way yeah. not by being taught but just on the job you know and, so, and yeah
2: so so when the students do their nusach presentations and every year students do a presentation of like 20 25 minutes on some aspect of the service. If they're studying Shabbat in their Nusach classes, it'll be something from Shabbat. If they're studying High Holidays, it'll be from High Holidays. If they finish Nusach, it could be a mock wedding or a funeral We had, <laughs> I had a student a couple of years ago do the funeral of Emma Lazarus. Um, <laughs> and he did a eulogy on Emma Lazarus, it was great. Um, and they have to include a choral piece in this so that they, get, they learn how to do like a, a volunteer choir because they have to get their fellow students to sing with them. Um, <laughs> like herding cats um, and they have to include at least one um congregational melody that's not by a dead male
0: thank you which yeah which is you know i mean thank you that's no small challenge given the body of cantorial you know musical literature i mean that's yeah well, that's just i mean that's yeah it's It's amazing. I mean, I'm listening to this. I mean, I kind of knew a lot of it, but just to hear it all stated uh, and and to contrast with just what I remember back in the day, it's just, it's nothing short of a transformation. Um, When I was a student, I mean, first of all, not only did none of this exist, but it was was actively denigrated. What do you mean? I, I, I remember once we were in a class and, and the teacher, I think it was like little, song, uh, little kid songs. It was like, you know, the, the one semester we had. And there was like this, you know, whatever funny nonsense word song or whatever. And, and Rabbi Morty Leifman came in. He was the dean, longtime dean, Zichwin um of the, of the Kintaro School. And he, I remember it was, it was, he just stood there. He, he walked in the classroom, he heard what was going on. And he was like, this is going to be the death of the Kintaro profession in America. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, and you know, guitar was, was, that was just, ah, that's a reform thing. You know, we had to learn piano, but, um, you know, oh, there wait, was wait. guitar was, was this thing that reform cantors did. Um, and you know, music, the Debbie Friedman style of music, oh, um, that, that was, that was all, that was all reform. You know, we, it was just looked down on. Um, and I, I personally had a retrain myself I had to learn guitar I had to learn all the repertoire and I had to start doing it um it, it's been like the most fantastic change I've made it's reinvigorated the profession on my end but it, it's just it, not only was it not part of my training it was it was mocked in in at JTS back then
2: um, well it's, it certainly is not mocked now we no. do offer guitar class um, and they all take it because they know they need it. Look, a guitar says to a group of lay people, sing with me. Yes. Right? Yeah.
0: No, um, no it's, still, it's still threatening. The guitar is still threat to lay people, to congregants. The guitar still represents something to a certain generation. It's not always welcome.
1: And it can be a barrier at times. I have, I have found when I've dalvined with my guitar that getting the congregation, sometimes, sometimes, to, Participate like, you know, some of these nonverbal cues, you know, you can't really do when your hands are, you know, but there's a conservative shul in my air of I will, um, there's, there's two in my neighborhood, but I will, I, um, there's one that would is, I would call it right wing conservative. Um, the idea of having instruments at any point and is just, you know, Oh my goodness, like you couldn't what a Shonda it would be. And and there's questions about like the you know the viability of a shul who cannot evolve to the way of the next generations. Do you yes, agree and with Penny,
2: that? I, I think some of this is it's hard for some people to imagine something that they have not yet experienced in their yes. lives. Right. Yeah. Um that when I when I came to Park Avenue. I used guitar in my audition because I wanted them to see something different than cantor and organ. I mean, I had the organist play for me too, but um, I, and, and it was mostly older people right on the committee and they hired me. So, and then for me, right, to take my guitar to the nursery school and be considered Cantor Nancy, the rock star, like that was the best part, right? That's so much fun.
0: Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) One of our students, um, who, who has worked in Ramah a number of summers, created a course that he, he calls ukulele, And he, he got camped to buy 10 cheap ukuleles and he teaches Hebrew songs to, to a group of kids. You know, they come in one group after the other and he teaches them Hine Matov on
0: the ukulele and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you walk around with a guitar. You're like you're like a walking party, basically, for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're we're running out of time, unfortunately, because I, I I'm sure I speak for Penny when I say we could do this all day, all day. Um, but but I, I want to. There's one more question I want to ask you. Thank you for Nancy.
1: speaking on my behalf,
0: that, Matt. Hey, let, listen, I... <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. This <laughs> use a big word, and we'll think you are. Penny. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, you know. I just like to
1: harass Matt.
0: You know. Okay, I, and and mission accomplished. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, Nancy, just to kind of finish up, what would you say as being the you know the the director of the Cantorial School, what is either the biggest challenge you've ever faced or may, or maybe we could say, what is your biggest challenge on an ongoing basis?
2: So um I think the biggest challenge is recruiting enough qualified students mm-hmm. um We are in a precarious place in our profession right now. Um, There are a lot of us who are older and looking more towards retirement um, in the next 10 years. um, And we are not creating enough new people to replace us. Um, You've probably both heard me say this before. um, Not everybody is cut out to be a cantor. It's not enough to be a, a musician. Right. It's not enough to like the, the spotlight of being the soloist. It's not enough to be Jewishly um, knowledgeable. It's not enough to be community minded. It's not enough to be good with people from birth to death, right? And all the stages in between. Um, yeah. You need to be all of those things, or at least want to learn how to be all of those things. And we need, I, I, my biggest challenge is recruitment. Um, and um, you know, I, I don't want to um, encourage people to come who I don't think will succeed. We want good colleagues. We don't just want more colleagues. Um, so I, I always feel like, it, like everywhere I go, I'm in some ways recruiting. Um, I've been known to stalk kids that I hear on the stage with Hazamir, the soloists, and um, send them an email saying, I heard you, you know, in Lincoln Center. And um, I know you're still in high school, but would you think about the cantor? Man, I did this with one of your kids. I
0: know you did. I know you did. Where is thinking. she now? Yeah. We'll absolutely. talk about this later. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, you did. Um,
2: yeah. I have yeah. a former brought
1: student who is um, considering cantorial school. She is finishing her undergrad right now, and well, I'm I'm pushing her to um, have a you know to when she's in Buffalo to have a conversation with me. And possibly you, because honestly, I don't feel that I'm the best because I didn't go to JTS. I'm not the best person to speak about JTS. However, um, you know, she's incredible, and uh, she was a member of my choir for many, many years, and um, and and I think she'd be an asset to the cantorate, um, truly. And so yeah, I should put you in touch. touch.
2: I'm gonna put. <laughs> yeah, let's let's let me talk to her. Um, yeah. Look, first of all, I loved every day that I worked in Schulz. I mean, not every minute of every day was fun. We all have had our moments, but um, as a profession, it was fabulous. And I love encouraging other people to think about doing it. Yeah. So that's that's definitely the biggest challenge.
0: Okay.
2: Get them in here
0: and the rest is easy. No. (laughs) We had a whole episode on how much fun it is to be a cantor you know and awesome. like it, it's it's never the same day twice and you know that's
1: right that's right
0: you know we it, it's it's I, I, it's a really it, it has developed into a really great profession maybe it didn't start out that way and it was like very kind of uh monolithic and and it was like you just lead services and you know put on the robes and everything but it it's become an amazing profession um i, I, I wish more people knew about it so i mean we're the messengers but um, and
2: it's, it's, it's financially um, stable, You can make a, right? You, you get mean, how, a salary to sing and to play with kids and, yeah. and you know, to, to have <laughs> to scary days.
0: How um, many people can make a good living, a good salary, and say, I'm a musician? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I have to, you know, we have to come to a close, unfortunately. Um, perhaps we'll have you on again and, and do a part two episode because there's I had so we many things. students I, in. To talk, I, I want to talk. Maybe, maybe Nancy will 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 plan it, and will will You can choose a student to join us, in, or something, or oh. um, or maybe you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, there, there's too much good material that um I, I really want people to hear, and and um I think people would be very interested in. I would in love the meantime, to hear students' perspective. Yeah, totally. And to then show. we'll
1: kick, and then we'll kick Nancy out of the room, and then they'll really no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a breakout rooms! <laughs> All right, no, no one can hear anything. Just, just say what you really no, think. No, we're
1: not gonna share it. Only on the podcast. Speak into the microphone, okay?
0: Trust <laughs> me, they, they tell me what they really think. That's <laughs>
1: a, okay. Like I, that's a really, that's a trust relationship. That's good.
0: Nancy, thank good. you so much for taking time yes. out of your busy schedule and joining us today. Um, it's just, it, it's always wonderful to see you. We can't wait to see you again in person sometime, um, yeah. which hopefully won't be too long. Um, well, thank, thank you both. This is fun. Yeah, you. a lot of fun.
1: yeah you're amazing.
0: You you really it's are. Totally, you are totally amazing. One of thank my, you, one of my, Abramson, yeah. Thank you so don't, much.
2: Don't you. go there. You guys are amazing too.
0: Oh. All right, we're all amazing. We're all amazing. <laughs> we're all amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, not so much, no. All right, well, whatever. Anyway. All right, Anna, all right
2: Matt, thank it. you so much, Nancy. <laughs> Thanks, hey, guys. Thank you,
0: how How awesome is Nancy how awesome is she
1: I wish I went to GTS well I tried not like I like I said you know I mean I don't you know know, no
0: I I I listened to what she talks about today's cantorial training and and like I, I joke but I wonder if I could hack it as a student now versus back then you know I I for those who did not graduate one of the major seminaries like JTS or HUC and have to like you, like yourself and have to yeah. take exams in order to be admitted into the candidate Assembly. It's a whole thing. We know that. Oh, I like, I, I don't know if I could pass those exams. I mean, I'm sure yeah. I could, but
1: I don't know. They yeah. were really <laughs> intense.
0: There were I, 10 I, of very intense exams. I, I think the standards in both training and qualifications have just, skyrocketed. You know- rocketed? That- do you know i um it, it was just it was wonderful having her on hopefully we can we can structure another episode and have her back on and cover some more material i had so much more i wanted to ask that yeah enough time so all right well all right. that that will do it for us um for for this special episode of two canters walk I'm, into a bar or virtually get together i'm, for some I'm confessing break. yeah and and
1: if 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 Is it Coke products? If Coke Coke products products wish to sponsor me drinking the Sprite Zero with ice, looking like I have a cocktail because it is early, um, by all means, pick up. But
0: But, but the next time we get together in person, if you're able to join us, as we always like to say, the drinks Drinks are are on
1: us. us.